No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalms 81 and 82 where Asaph declares Israel's rebellion against the Lord and he prays for God to arise and judge the earth. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Happy Thanksgiving to you. This year, it may feel different than in Thanksgiving's past, but I am convinced that we still have so much to be thankful for. And I find that the more I give God thanks, even for small things, the better I feel. Today, we look at two psalms written by Asaph, David's talented worship leader. Psalm 81 focuses on God's faithfulness despite Israel's rebellion. I think we can all relate to the fact that God has not dealt with us as our sins deserve. But where our sins abounded, His grace much more abounded. But having received His grace, we must choose to walk in the Spirit and not turn a deaf ear to His voice. In Psalm 82, Asaph calls upon the Lord to judge among the judges of the earth and exercise righteous judgment. Psalm 81, to the chief musician on an instrument of Gath, a psalm of Asaph. Sing aloud to God our strength. Make a joyful shout to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and strike the timbrel, the pleasant harp with the lute. One of the ways we honor God is to sing aloud to him. All blessings and strength come from him. Every good and perfect gift comes from Him. Our praise should not only come from our lips, but more importantly, be the sincere expression of our hearts. We make a joyful sound with our voices and with all kinds of instruments. Blow the trumpet at the time of the new moon, at the full moon, on our solemn feast day. For this is a statute for Israel, a law of the God of Jacob, This he established in Joseph as a testimony. When he went throughout the land of Egypt, where I heard a language I did not understand. Now they would blow the ram's horn on the first day of the seventh month. That was the Feast of Trumpets. And it was the beginning of the civil new year called Rosh Hashanah. We aren't told if that was the feast they were celebrating here, or it could have also been Passover. The setting of Egypt seems to point to Passover, which commemorated the Exodus and began the religious New Year. I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were freed from the baskets. You called in trouble and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah, Selah. Stop and think about that. For 400 years, they lived in Egypt and shouldered the burden as slaves. But they cried out to the Lord and he heard their voice and he sent Moses to deliver them. And he brought them to Meribah, which means contention. For there they contended with Moses because they didn't have enough water to drink. But God brought forth water from the rock to satisfy their thirst. 
By rehearsing their history, Asaph showed them how faithful God had been to them. Hear, O my people, and I will admonish you, O Israel, if you will listen to me. There shall be no foreign God among you, nor shall you worship any foreign God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people would not heed my voice, and Israel would have none of me. So I gave them over to their own stubborn heart to walk in their own counsels. At times, we all need correction. Proverbs 13.1 says, A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not listen to rebuke. The Lord would correct us so that he could bless us. Are we wise enough to listen? God's blessings are contingent on us listening to him. If we will listen to him, then he will supply all our needs. Would you like to live in the place of his favor? Then start by listening to him today. Now, God is a jealous God. He won't share us with foreign gods or idols. If we would have him as our helper, then we must turn away from the gods of this age. They are money, pleasure, and power. We cannot serve these things and also serve the Lord. Now, if they would trust the Lord and open their mouth to him, then he would fill it. I picture the mama bird dropping worms into the mouths of her chicks. God will supply all our needs. But I see something else in this. We must open our mouths wide to speak up for Jesus Christ. Jesus said, you will be my witnesses. I am always amazed at how faithful the Lord is to fill my mouth with his words whenever I teach on Sunday morning. And if you will offer yourself to him, then he will fill your mouth too. He wants us to speak up for Jesus and his words. The voice of the Lord would bring them eternal life, but they would have none of it. They weren't interested. They thought they knew better. Therefore, God gave them over to their own stubborn heart to walk in their own counsels. I can think of nothing worse than to be given over to the desires of one's own heart because the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. There's no life in the stubborn heart of man. But God will not always strive with man in that he is flesh. A person who stubbornly resists the truth will finally be given over to believe lies. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord would pretend submission to him, but their fate would endure forever. He would have fed them also with the finest of wheat and with honey from the rock. I would have satisfied you. The Lord's heart for the people he loves is simply that they would listen to him so that they could have life more abundantly. Then he would subdue their enemies for them. He would protect them from harm. Moreover, he would have fed them with the finest of wheat. Didn't he bring them to the land of milk and honey? Isn't he a good father who gives good gifts to his children? But they clung to their own stubborn hearts 
rather than to the Lord, and they sealed their fate. Now, Psalm 82 is also written by Asaph, and it deals with judges. It is interesting because God calls them gods. The Hebrew word is Elohim. It shows the high privilege and responsibility they have, for they represent the judgments of God before the people. Psalm 82, God stands in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Selah. We sometimes question the judgments of human judges. Do they fear God? Do they render judgments knowing that they will give an account to him? But they are not alone. God stands among them and he judges the judges. With great privilege comes great responsibility and great accountability. Now, Asaph asks, how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Asaph experienced the same frustration many of us have felt when we see judges render poor judgments. Rather than standing for righteousness, they compromise with evil. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Free them from the hand of the wicked. In that culture, the poor and fatherless were often oppressed and taken advantage of. Who would stand up for them? Who would defend their cause? Righteous judges were their only hope, but unfortunately, the judges they got were not always motivated to give them justice. There were those unjust judges who did not fear God or care about people. Asaph calls upon them to do justly, to defend and deliver the poor, the fatherless, and the needy from the hand of the wicked. To some degree, this applies to all of us because God has given us a realm of judgment. Micah 6.8 says, He has shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justly to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. We must do justly. When we see people who are oppressed, bullied, or mistreated, what do we do? Do we tell ourselves, I'm not going to get involved? But Jesus said, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God wants us to have mercy on the poor, the orphan, the widow, and the oppressed. We must not shut up our hearts to their needs, or else God may not listen to us when we cry out to Him. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. I said, you are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. The judges lacked knowledge and understanding. They were walking in darkness in the futility of their own minds. Just judgment is the foundation of society. If the judges are corrupt, then society will crumble. The Lord called them gods. He endowed them with privilege, responsibility, and authority to execute his will on earth. They were made in his image and should have represented his righteousness, but because they did not judge justly, they would die like men. I think of the words of Jesus in Luke 12:48, For everyone to whom much is given, 
from him much will be required. And to whom much has been committed of him, they will ask the more. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all nations. When human judges fail us, what can we do? We can appeal to God, the great judge, to judge the earth. He will ultimately right all wrongs. And Jesus will inherit all nations one day. And for that, we can be most thankful. Let's close in prayer. Father God, we do thank you so much for your presence and for the fact that you have faithfully sustained us. Lord, you've given us the good we didn't deserve. And Lord, I pray for each of these who are listening today. God, as they're gathered with their families, as they are just spending time thinking about you, Lord, that you would fill us all with the attitude of gratitude. For Lord, you have truly been so good to us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where Asaph speaks out against those who have conspired against the Lord and against Israel and prays for God to confound them. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible